it's 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 a weird setup having three girls in the house, but um, you know, my oldest one's about to get start going through puberty, which is going to be lots of fun. So, but um, then we'll have the younger one, and then there'll be all 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 three of them. So I'm looking at um at getting a flat somewhere and for one week a month where I can just go spend, you know, <laughs> have, a, have a holiday. G'day, g'day. Welcome to another episode of Not So Secret Dad's Business. Today I have another Sydney dad on the show. He's from Newtown. I'd like to introduce James Potter. How are you, James? Thanks for coming on the show. Not a problem, mate. Good to be part of it. So, mate, um, before we kick it off, like, just tell us a little bit about yourself and, and you know, give us a taste of your dad life. For almost 42 years old, I turned 42 in about a month, so... Um, I got a couple of daughters, so uh, one's 11, one's seven. So, um, just living your suburban lifestyle in, in, in Newtown, um, which is um, a very expensive place to live. Um, yeah. so try, trying to keep up with the with the with the, the lifestyle here is um, is very difficult. I have my own business, which I, I feel like if you didn't have your own business around these areas, you probably wouldn't be able to afford to even to, to, to scrape in with your average wage to live in, in a place like this. So, um, yeah, it's um, to, to live so close to the CBD, but it's, um, it's, it's, a, it's a good place. It's, it's great for kids. You know, like we've got a couple of dogs and lots of parks around and stuff like that. So, yeah. It's um it's a place that I like being that I like living in. So I sort of grew up in a in a rural area, so not not too far from here. So it was in between in between Wollongong and here, and and had like big backyards, big you know, all that sort of stuff. So the lifestyle change has been quite different for my children from from my childhood, where I was out you know playing in the bush all the time, and yeah. and um you know. Didn't no mobile phones or anything like that. Sort of out till, out till um, all hours of the day. Um, you know, and when it went, when the sun went down, you, you went home. Sort of thing when you were out playing. So very very yeah. different lifestyle now. So no, that's right. So I mean, you've got your own business. Firstly, what what do you do with your bizzo? And um, secondly, like how's COVID and everything affected that for you, man? Okay, so. Um, I'm actually uh, my company is called Sydney Parking Solutions, and I do um, I look after mainly um, uh, the the security of people's car spaces, so people don't park in your space when you when you when you leave. So it's there when you get back. So my business looks after um, all the devices that 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 you could possibly put in to it to a parking space, ranging from you know basic manual um, setups to Wi-Fi setups where you can you can operate all different parking parking lots through um, through computers and phones and, and things like that. So um, right. when when COVID first hit, um, I couldn't get any stock on the ground, so I had a, had a large order that sat on the docks for a couple of months um, in China, and um, basically I had no money to to pay bills or or get food or anything like that. So. 
um, that was the toughest part was the beginning and then trying to work my way back um, after that because as soon as I, I could get the stock here, the, the phone started ringing and people wanted to buy stuff, and, mm. which was quite weird because COVID had just started. So um, my the, the thing about what I do is not it's not cyclical. It's not it's not something that you know you, people buy for Christmas or they they get for a birthday present. They they, they get it when they want it when they need it. Um, that could be you know um, it could be New Year's Day that they got the, the shits and they ring me up and they say I need one of these things put in my parking space. So um yeah so um the, the phone seemed to ring hot as soon as um i couldn't get my stock and then um yeah so i think it was lucky that, that, that i was eligible for job keeper and i also drive uber as well um so that went down to about 30 percent of its its um its capacity of what, what it was at the time so mm. i was really struggling um i was buying cans of um, baked beans and spaghetti and things like that. And, you know, it was, it was real probably till about June last year, maybe July. It was tough, not only yeah. financially, but mentally as well. Like you, you like to be in a position as a, as a father to, um, to, to provide for your children. And when you feel that that's out of your control, that's something that really hits hard. And um, mentally you, you, you don't know what's going to happen. Like, and and it, could put, it could put you in dark places. And I, I can, I can sure lots of dads can resonate out there where they, um, where they feel that where they've lost control, um, that, that little, that element creeps in, which only makes it worse, to be honest. So, yeah. 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 So, yeah. How did, how did you go dealing with that as well, mate? Cause I mean, you've had a bit of a rough trot. You've also, you're recovering from an injury at the moment as well. So yeah. like basically it's been a, a situation of when it rains, it pours for you, hasn't it? It's like it's been like that my whole life. Like I, I'm a, I, you know, it's it, I've got friends that, are, that that ring me and say, okay, tell me what's happened this week, right? It's it's basically along those lines. It's um, it, it's like um, sometimes I feel there's someone out there with a voodoo doll sticking pins in me, um, yeah. you know, and and um, but it, it I, I just kick on. I just it it, it it it's always something. There's always yeah. something that that pops up. Um, you know, like the business was starting to fly, and then all of a sudden, I, I tam I tore my rib cartilage and back muscle off the bone. Um, I was only about oof, about two months ago, so I'm restricted in what I can do. So I was doing all the work with, with my business, like drilling and things like that. So yeah. I've had to hire someone else. So money's flying out here, and 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 I'm not getting the money that I should be. I can't drive Uber. Um, I'm getting a, a small payment for, you know, for, for insurance. So, yeah. So when it's, as soon as start, something starts going, well, boom, <laughs> it just, yeah, it just it sort of, it, it just hits me. So um, you just got to roll with the punches and and sometimes you, you, you think you throw your hands, your hands in the air and think, well, you know, I give up. Yeah. And then you think, and then you look at your two daughters and you say, well, I can't give up. Like there's no, there's no give up. There's no, you know, there's nothing I can do about it. I've got to keep going. So, yeah, that's um, right. I can yeah. I can relate to a point there because I mean, you know, especially financially, you know, Mrs. and I would would start coming good, and then there would be another big bill, or yep. the car would break down, or yep, that's me. Or, or there'd be like you said, there would be something, and it's like, oh, be something. Fuck. but just yep. when there starts to be, 
you know, a light at the end of the tunnel. It turns out to be yep. a freight train coming and run you down. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. And 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 people and I think everyone's. I think everyone's like that. Like people, people can can you know look excellent on the surface, but deep down, everyone. I think everyone goes through these sorts of things where it's you know, yeah, life's not one straight line. It's a squiggly line that goes up and down and back and forth and and things like that. So I think we all go through these problems, but some to a more more extent than others. Um, and as I said, like my, my friends find it hilarious. Now they just want to find out what happened to me the last week. You know, what, you know, what pothole did you stand in or, you yeah. know, when did your car break down or something like that? So, yeah, it's, um, but you've, you've got to rise above it and, and you got to look at, you know, um, your situation. There's people, lots of people worse out there than you are. And, yeah. and you've got to, and, and, um, you know, I teach my daughters about, you know, pay, paying it back and giving and things like that. And even through COVID and even through now, like we, we, we still do those little things where we, you know, pay for people's McDonald's behind us, stuff like that, just to teach them, you know, you know, that the, if people do stuff like that, they can pass it on to other people in the world. And yeah. it doesn't matter what's, what, what situation you're in, you can always make someone's day or, or something like that. So, um. Yeah, yeah I think karma's, karma's an important one to teach the kids, isn't it? Because, I, mean, yeah. I mean, whether you want to call it karma or or do good things, good things happen or, or whatever yeah, well, it's it sort may of, be. I've got, to the point, you know, I've got to the point where I, I don't believe that happens anymore. It's it, it, There's a saying that says it doesn't matter how nice you are to the lion, he's still going to bite you in the face. So um, it, it's, it doesn't mean you stop being nice to the lion. So it's... It, it doesn't mean you stop. Like, so if, 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 if you feel that you're doing nice things and nothing's coming back, well, that doesn't make you stop doing nice things. That doesn't make you stop being the person that you are. You've got to keep on doing those things. Um, and you're not doing them for karma, but hopefully, you know, <laughs> one day, one day something might flip itself over and, and work for you. But, you know, if, if you do something nice for somebody, maybe they'll do something nice for somebody else. So it, it'll, it'll have a flow on effect. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, pay it forward there yeah, for sure. Yeah, pay it forward. So yeah. Tell me how have how have you found raising raising two daughters, mate? Like being the, the only um, man in the house. Yeah, that's been tough. It still is tough. Um my wife's from my wife's from Germany, so her mother, you know, lives over there. My mum lives, you know, in Wollongong, so very rarely we get to see. So we've basically had no help. Um, raising our children, which is, which is, you know, we never asked for it, but geez, it'd be good to hand them over for a couple of hours every now and again. But yeah, for 11 years, we've almost 12 years now, we've, we've had our children, you know, pretty much all to ourselves. Um, we've had to juggle every single, um, you know, um, activity that they do. You know, my oldest daughter, she plays violin and saxophone. My youngest daughter plays piano and guitar um we've oh, got awesome. swim, yeah swimming surf club um tennis um gymnastics um anything you name it we've got it um so keeping up with the the financial side but also the the the, the timing structure around all this is, is yeah. phenomenal so um having no help from from grandparents has, has proved as tough but we've managed to do it and and we've done it to a point where we don't need it now so it's it's just yep. um yeah so 
but but ha- I, having girls, I always wanted boys. You know, I wanted soccer players and you know all that sort of stuff. But I wouldn't swap my girls for anything now. Like that. Oh yeah. If I if I was to have another child, you know, you, you'd probably want another girl. So um, I, even though I don't want any more, so yeah, <laughs> it's enough. I'd get I'd get twin girls if I went again. I reckon so. Um, yep. Yeah, but yeah, but um, yeah, it's 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 a weird setup having three girls in the house, but. Um, you know, my oldest one's about to get start going through puberty, which is going to be lots of fun. So, but um, then we'll have the younger one, and then there'll be all all, all three of them. So I'm looking at um, at getting a flat somewhere, and for, for one week a month, where I can just go spend, you know, <laughs> have, a, have a holiday, <laughs> have a holiday one week a month. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let let the three of them fight it out in the house, and you have the peace be quiet elsewhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So chuck up a, a, a granny flat in the backyard or something, mate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what the way it's going to have to be, I think. So, yeah, that, that's going to be an interesting time, I think, when the youngest one, she hits puberty and then they're all they're all going at once. So, yeah. Yeah, well, I'll have to, I'll have, to have you back on the show when that happens and, and have to yeah, ask no, you the just... same question again. <laughs> I might be in a grave. Uh, hey so look man like you're mentioning all these activities that the girls do as well um so like with a bit of backstory like you and i were talking uh a week or two ago and we discovered that both of us actually live with add and adhd so when you've got such a busy schedule like that i know for myself i struggle to keep all my ducks in a row so Tell me, how do you go parenting with ADD and trying to keep the schedule and juggle the time? Because that, um, that's a really big challenge for people with, with, with ADD and ADHD. Yeah, so. well, um, the simple answer to that is having a German wife. Um, she's, <laughs> she's been able to structure everything from day dot. Um, yep. If I didn't have her, I, I wouldn't be able to have, have children. Like, I couldn't. She has everything structured to the to the letter. Um, this happens now. This goes here. That goes there. And I just follow yeah. um, because I'm I'm all over the place. Like I'm I can't organize myself. I can't you know g- g- keep a structure of anything. Um, so the 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 medication obviously helps, but um, yeah. only to a certain extent of of that lifestyle of where you've got so much going on that you 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 know. It, if I didn't have her, I wouldn't have been. I wouldn't. It wouldn't have been successful um, to yep. the point where we've got. You know, like our, our eldest daughter. She um, she's in the Sydney Youth Orchestra. She's she's done. You know, five um, examinations at the Conservatory of Music. Music and got high distinctions. And so wow. we've yeah. So we you know we we don't play music ourselves, but we had a you know a, a non negotiable thing that our children would play music. Um, yep. And and if it wasn't for her and her, her structured, you know, ways of things that, that you know, that they have to practice all the time. And if, you know, yep. it, it's just turned out sensational for them that they've, they've got, um, you know, this, 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 um, this backing in their lives where they can play, play music, you know, that yep. it's just like I'm sitting here right next to some of my daughter's notes. I'm looking at them thinking, what the hell does that mean? Like, you know, like she can read these things and some of the stuff that, that she can play at the age of 11 is just outstanding. Like we took a busking up in Newtown one day and she made, I think, I think it was like $130 in 50 minutes she made 
because you're That's swapping cool. between saxophone and and um and violin, and people just were astonished and dropping twenty dollar notes and ten dollar notes and all sorts of stuff. So yeah, wow. Um, yeah, so if it wasn't for my wife and the, and the structure that she brings to the relationship, I don't think with ADD, my, if I would have married, if I would have married someone with ADD, it would have been a disaster. I think. Oh, um, tell me about so, it. Yeah, it would have been it would have been a disaster. So um, I think having the right partner and having the right, um, I think she's the yin to my yang, if you can mm-hmm. possibly put it that way. Uh, like, I don't know why she married me to put you know. I'm just all over the shop. Like I, I, I blurt things yeah. out. I'm, you know, inappropriate. Um, you know, and she's completely the opposite person to what I am. Um, and um, yeah, so I, I'd say that that's why why it succeeded. Yeah. Um, but she has helped me structure myself a little bit more than what I would be if I if I didn't have her. So, um. Yes, I'd say that's the the winning formula. Unfortunately, if for guys with ADD out there, it's, it is tough um, to to organise children and to you know keep your head on a, a level playing field at the same time. Yeah, um, because you you know, like I struggled through school, like because it wasn't diagnosed. I wasn't diagnosed till I was you know in my twenties, and um, and my mum and dad didn't realise. You know, they just thought that I just that's the way I was, and and now, yep. yep. Now I've got a nephew who who's who's being diagnosed with the same thing, and they've caught it. And he's seven, so it's good that they've caught it early, and you know that they yeah. can do the appropriate stuff to help him through school. But I didn't get that that support. Yep. Um, I just had to struggle through, it and and yep. you know, think that's just the way that I was, and couldn't get myself organized. Didn't know what I was doing half the time. Would forget stuff. Um, mm. You know, I couldn't work in a corporate environment when I was in my early twenties. So I'd be, you know, wandering off, bugging people at their desks, or you know, it, it just wasn't yet. It just, yeah, it was, I just didn't know what was going on. So I went to the doctor, and he said, "I think you've got ADD. You need to go see a psychiatrist." And I went to a psychiatrist, and he he, he I had to do a test and. He said, you just scored 98%. I said, well, is that good? And he said, no, it's not good. That's, that's no. <laughs> I said, I've never scored 98% in anything. That's fantastic. Yeah. You know? And and um, he means he said, no, that means you need to go on medication. And he goes, and you need to go on like a high strength medication um, because you're 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 pretty much 100% ADD. Yep. Um so um, yeah, so I've been on that for about 10, 12 years now, that medication. So and um Sometimes, um, you know, you forget to take it and things like that and you realise you forgot to take it and, and you, it's it's back to normal. Like you realise it's, it's, yeah. it's something that if you don't take your medication, it's um, it's um, you, you're right back to where you started. So yeah. It's almost night and day, it. isn't it? It is. It's night and day. It's, yeah, my wife says, she goes, she knows when I'm not on my medication. She knows straight away. Yeah. She goes, you haven't taken your tablets today, have you? I said, no, I haven't taken my tablets today. So she knows straight yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah, no, mate. Look, look, there's a lot of a lot of what you've just said. Like people can't see this, obviously, but I'm sitting here nodding away because it's yeah. it's like <laughs> like I'm talking to myself, mate. I, yeah. And and I mean, I I can relate a lot. My my partner, she's. I'm I'm so f- 
fucking grateful for her because like like you she keeps me grounded she keeps me structured um and she's got all the plans up in her head and she'll tell me several times hey don't forget we've got this on saturday you know we'll get to saturday (laughs) morning she goes so you're getting ready i'm like for what yeah Yeah, you never told me nothing yeah Yeah. you didn't tell me why why am i only just hearing about it now I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back through text messages to prove that she actually did tell me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, unless it's all written down and everything, like I've got yep. a note there. I I don't remember any of it, but nah, I'm the same. <clears throat> but um, I mean, I grew up. I grew up like you, going through school, unmedicated, and all that sort of thing. And it wasn't until I was about. I think I was diagnosed at nine, but I didn't get start getting medicated till I was uh, about thirteen or fourteen. Oh, that's, yeah, wow! And and so yeah, that was a really really interesting one. But I actually found that the the medication, I've got a, like it didn't work well for me. I've got a really addictive personality, so yeah. like I I love drugs. Drugs are fun. Yeah, you know. And yeah, so I, know. I, I, ended I can up, associate. Yeah. Yeah, so I ended up abusing my medication, and yep. so for my own my own health, my own safety, I had to had to go off it, get okay. rid of it, and and restructure my life because yeah, otherwise I reckon I would have would have ended up ruining my life abusing the medication. You know? and, and that was at thirteen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wow. ended up selling pills at school, and I was making money <laughs> off it, and. Yeah, you know, the boys would come around. We'd pop a handful of Dexies and and we'd have fun yeah. and we'd be up all night pinging off our heads and and yeah. that sort of I thing. Say, it just yeah, wasn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, just yeah, wasn't healthy. Yeah, yeah. The rush you get from the Dexamphetamine. That's why I'm on the Vyvanse now. So I was um I was the same. I was getting the the too much of a rush. So I've, I asked my my um psychiatrist if I could go on the Vyvanse now, which is the slow release. So um, I'm not getting that that druggy, yeah, high from it because it can be addictive. I I can fully associate with that. It can be addictive, and you could you can be like, oh, I might just take a few extra today, or I could do this, or you know, yeah. if I want to stay up late and watch the watch the football or something, I'll take five, or you know, and I can associate with that 100. So um, yeah, it's 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 a it's a it's a fine line between you know. Uh, fixing a problem and, and 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 creating another one. So that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's yep. a good way of putting it, mate. So, um, yep. like, I I feel like I'm asking a pointless question here because I mean, like I said, I feel like I'm talking to myself here. But um, yeah. with with living with ADHD or ADD with with your wife and all that sort of thing, her having to be the one setting up the structure and sort of keeping everything really grounded has. Has that sort of caused issues within your relationship? Yeah, you know, yeah definitely. Here and there? Definitely, yeah. Yeah, definitely, yeah. It's it's sort of like, you know, she has, she feels like she's doing everything all the time and I'm I'm working on my business and, and yeah, it's, it's crea- it, 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 it has created a lot of problems. But, it, it, you know, we're going on 13 years now, so it's, it's you know, it always solves itself. Um, yeah every relationship that there's problems, but definitely with my, you know, with the way I forget things and the way I, you know, has cre- created problems and, and, and drama and, you know, dispute and all, uh, all those sorts of things. So, um, but we always get ourselves back on track somehow. 
yet. I don't know why she hasn't walked out a million times, but um, you know, it, it, it's um, it's testament to her, I guess. Um, we don't give them enough uh, enough um, accolades um, of, of what they do and and you know how they they keep the house um, you know running and then you know when yeah. we just get into an argument with them over something and then you know it, as but as I said it always it, it figures itself out um, but it has created it has created a lot of problems um, in the thirteen years that we've been married but. Um, I don't know what other people's relationships are like, and I don't know if that's you know normal or, or whatever, but um, it sorts itself out. So yeah, but I think we're just waiting for the kids to grow up so we can start living our own lives um, because it's just so full on. Um, so we've only got two kids, like with people with four, five, six kids. I just don't understand how mm. how they can even manage a relationship, with let alone you know communicate like it would, yeah it's, it's, it's it, would, it would be impossible I, I don't i don't understand but there are people out there that do that and and we have two kids and it's um yeah like you don't have time for a relationship there's no time for you know date night or or whatever there's no one look after kids anyway so no that's um, right yeah and i mean i think especially for like people like you yourself and me um you know, it's a lot of the time is spent chasing our tail, trying to catch yep. up a lot of the time, trying to just keep on top of what we've already got going on, let alone trying to add in all that extra stuff as well. Yep, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I'm chasing my tail constantly. Yeah, you know, like I've, I'm, so I'm trying to teach my oldest daughter now because I can feel that she's sort of in the same lane as me. Is, She's not going to be very academic, but she's going to be pretty entrepreneurial. So I'm trying to harness that now for her so I can teach her all the stuff that I'm only sort of getting now at 42 that she could have, you know, for, for when she's 18, um, you know, to, to go out there in the world and and, and make her millions, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so she's not chasing her tail when she's 42. Um, and, and, you know, like when I was young, you know, I was just getting credit cards and loans and things like that and not realizing I had to pay these things off and yeah and my money management was was horrific and and these are the things that I'm trying to teach them now as as, as younger kids to not end up like me I keep saying don't, don't end up like me I don't want you ending up like me and that's what I keep saying over and over and over to them so um yeah it's um always chasing my tail yeah well that's always, a that's forever. a big yeah, sorry, mate. That's that's a big yeah, one right. that is is really uh, interesting that you brought up as well as finances because uh, with with ADD, of course, you you have the the massive issues with impulse control, and so oh, yeah. impulse spending is a big one. You see something yeah. you want, you you go out, you get it, and you, yeah. you think about you think about the the consequences of that after the fact. And I mean, yeah, I've caught so myself true. several times going, well, I know I can't afford it, afford it right now, but I'll deal with it later. At least I've got it now. Yeah. Yeah, I, do, I'm, yeah, I was always like that through my 20s. I was, I was living paycheck to paycheck, buying crap. Um, yeah. And yeah, yeah, impulse buy. And it could be anything. It could be alcohol. It could be, it could yeah. be um, you know, a TV. It could be something, anything. You just have yep. to... It, and then you go get a credit head, card like, grand, I, and then I got yeah, I've got to spend it and withdraw cash off the credit card and 
go out and go out with the boys and whatever, living above your means. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, it's it's all stuff that I'm, you know, I've had to deal with now as an adult or, or a father and that I don't want my kids getting into these situations when they're sort of going through their 20s. Yeah. So tell me, how does how does it all affect the running of your business? Because I've thought about wanting to maybe, I've always played with the idea of maybe having a business of my own or, or something like that, but I'm so scatterbrained that I wouldn't even know where to start. And I, I can yeah. almost guarantee it would fail because I don't think I'd be able to keep up with the the ongoing trying to remember everything. Well, that's, so how do you do well, it? That's half the problem is most people do think that it will fail, so they, they never start. So um, the the thing is that, you know, I, I was only teaching my daughters the other day, like if you start something and it fails, well, you're not going to die. What's the worst thing that's going to happen, you know? So um, my, my advice here is just to, you know, is to try it, you know, try something. You're obviously doing something now, like you, you've got drive to, to do something yeah. to, you know, to, um to to you know get get me up at nine o'clock on a Saturday morning to do something like this you know so there's there's something there that you've got we've, we've all got it but it's a matter of, of harnessing that and 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 you know finding the right um you know to, I, I don't know why how I've, a friend of mine got me into the industry that I'm in at the moment and then he left after two months so left me with the whole business I didn't even know what I was doing yeah um now I'm the go-to person in Sydney for what I do. So if with every business you start off at the bottom, but, you know, yep. anyone that's a professional in their field or whatever, they, they don't get there by accident. That's through, you know, learning, failing, learning, failing, yep. Um, yep. you know, um, and and getting to a point where you're the, the, the you, you know, the person that, that people come to in that field, mm-hmm. Um and I listen to a lot of self-help books. There's a guy called Brian Tracy I listen to. Fantastic. Anyone that, you know, wants to start out with business, he's he's perfect. Like, he breaks it down um, to basically tell you, you know, success is as inevitable as failure. So if you want to be successful, these are the things that you need to do. And if you want to fail, these are the things that you need to do. So um, those, are, those are the things that helped me a lot. They've given me, like, you know, that drive to, to you know if you do if you've got something that you want to be able to achieve you, you can actually do it but you've got to do the work which i you know fail to do sometimes so yeah is why i'm chasing my tail most of the time so um yep. yeah so um if i can do it then anyone can do it basically like if, if, if you know if your people feel that they don't want to start something because they're going to fail then you know you, zero times zero equals zero so no that's um, right you know Yep. So that, that's why I look at it and, and try and teach my my daughters. There's nothing. All, all the rich people say I never failed. I just learned a lesson. They'll say that as that you know yeah. all the billionaires they've, they've been bankrupt. They've been all sorts of things. But they'll also, will always say I never made. I never. I never failed. I just. I just learned from my mistakes or or whatever. And yeah. And tried something different. So. Um, for anyone that that comes out of high school, you know, that thinks that they're not. Um, you know, that they have to go to university is, is a bunch of crap for me because, you know, I, th- I think he said something, three quarters of the billionaires out there didn't even go to high school. I didn't even go to university, sorry. They, yeah, they dropped right. out of high school or, or because, you know, they, when you go to university, you're sort of captive to what you can do, but 
these these entrepreneurs they're like they're non-textbook they they do it their way they and then um they all of a sudden there was one bloke I was listening to the other day he goes I didn't know how much I had it was between 500 million and 900 million dollars he said I didn't even know how much money I had I guess oh. so he goes that was that was when I realized that I had to stop it was just he just kept making so much money and I'm like well he said if you'd have his time over again he'd, he'd, he'd do it for me when he was 20 make 35 million and then he'd just sit back and and write poetry for the rest of his life so yeah, that, that must be a nice problem they, to have as well eh? yeah Oh yeah, not, not he didn't know if he had five hundred or nine hundred million dollars in in cash and assets. He didn't even know. So um, yeah, that's a that's a that, that's a position that these people can put themselves in because they, you know, that there's people out there that are just willing to be the status quo. That they, um, you know, I'll just have this inane job for the rest of my life. So those people are yeah. all wiped out of the of the equation. So when you bring it down, like even people in government jobs, they're only going to earn a certain amount. Yeah. You know, 150000 a year maximum. They'll stay in that job for the rest of their life. So, well, they're out. So you, you've got this leg up of, of all these people that, that, that don't want to make these big amounts of money that you can go out there and, and really have a crack. So, like, you know, you look at, drive out, say, Manly, and you drive over the Spit Bridge, you look at all those houses and you think, well, Every single one of them has got a business. Every single one has a business. There's no one on in those houses that are on 60k a year. Yep. You know, at a desk job, because you know that they've they've got out there and and done something with their lives early, and um, yep, they're reaping the benefits. So, yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, okay. So one thing I'm trying to understand then is is on one hand you're saying that like me. You know, your partner is is the anchor of the family and she sort of like keeps everything afloat and all that sort of thing. But on the other hand, you're doing the business by yourself, right? And and you're you're yeah. handling all of that. So I mean, clearly you're able to manage manage that sort of scheduling and, and that sort of thing too. Well, an well the medication the medication helps. Yeah, okay. <laughs> if I'm on if I'm if I'm medicated, it, it does help. When I'm unmedicated, yeah, things can fall to shit very quickly. So, um, yeah, so, um, it's, yeah, like the, see, my business might be doing well, but you know, like the accountancy side of my business, like in doing my taxes and stuff like that, well, they're not so good. So there's a lot of elements to, to a business of not just making the money. It's, it's a matter of, of getting your, your, your house in order as well. That's right. And I struggle with those parts and they're, they're things that I'm still trying to, you know, to, to get my head around of, um, all this money's coming in, but it's just not all my money. I've got to, you know, pay taxes on it. I've got to pay GST on it. I've got yep. to do all this other stuff. So um, there are elements to it that I still struggle with. Um, um, and it's not just about the making money side where, you know, the salesman, I've always been a salesman. That's sort of, you know, part of who I am. Yep. Um, but the other the other parts to it are, are, are more difficult. So there, there are many elements to, to owning a business, running a business than just selling the product. So, um, yeah, obviously. Yeah, it's, yeah, but the medication definitely helps that side of me being able to structure, um, you know, what I'm doing day to day. Yep. So, yeah, that makes sense. Because just- again, I'm looking at it through a different lens because, you know, like I said, I'm unmedicated now. And so I've got to like really, I've got to structure all that. I have to have a routine, I've got to do the same yep. thing. I have to be out of bed for work the same time every morning 
if I lay in an extra five minutes, it throws my whole day out of whack, you know, that sort of thing. So yep. that, that makes total sense with the medication yep. really helping bring all that in for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm lucky. That's not me. I can, I can stay up and do internet work till three o'clock in the morning and sleep until 10 o'clock the next morning. So I can, I can work whenever I want basically. Yep. So when you've got a business that that's another thing you can, you can work whenever you want. Um, if you're not dealing with clients, then you're dealing with, you know, the, you know, the, the website side of things or, or, or anything like that, you can do them till three o'clock in the morning and then you can sleep in and, you know, and yeah, the day is yours basically. So it's, it's, it has its advantages as well of having a business. You're not, I don't have a boss. I don't have to be at work at a certain time. I don't have to answer to anybody except myself. Um, so and that's that's a double edged sword as well. Where yeah. if you don't do the work, you know, it's, you, you don't get paid. So um, yeah, so I'm I'm lucky where I don't have to have that structure of being up at nine o'clock every morning, or um, you know, being in bed at a certain time or or whatever. So I, yeah. I'd find it hard to, to go back into into corporate life um, to have that structure. I, I don't think if medicated, I don't think I can do it. So. Yeah, no, I, I, I see what you're saying there as well. Because, I, I mean, <coughs> excuse me, like you mentioned earlier, is that, you know, when you were in the corporate world, you would sort of go get up to somebody else's desk and go have a chat or whatever. Yeah. And I catch myself doing that quite yeah. a bit um, to a point. I mean, at one point I was, I was always off talking to somebody else, not doing my job and getting reprimanded for it, right? That was me. Um, yep. And now, now I'm at a point where I just I've got my uh, Bluetooth earphones, so I keep them in at work now while I'm working, and I listen to podcasts, whether it be self help or whether it be some true crime or or whatever. It keeps keeps my mind occupied in a way. I'm listening to something and 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 gaining new information and whatnot. And because I'm I guess distracted, I'm not thinking about going off exactly. and talking yeah. to other people. I'm there in my own world and I'm just doing my thing and, and I shut the rest out. I wish I had that 15, 20 years ago when it was when I was annoying the shit out of everybody. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, mate, I've I really appreciate you coming on the show today, mate, and having a chat with me. Um no problem. Where where can people find find your business and that sort of thing? Because I'll make sure all the links oh, are down in the description, and and if they need yeah. it, they can find yeah. it there. Yeah, yeah. SydneyParkingSolutions.com.au. It's all one word. Um, yeah, anything you need, take a look at our website. Um, it's um, it's it's becoming very popular with what I do at the moment. Like, there's so many buildings going up with limited car spaces, and um, yep. The uh, you know they say by 2030 that 50 50% of a um, Sydney will be living under strata um, conditions. So it's it's um, it's booming at the moment because there's buildings going up everywhere in, in every yeah. suburb. There's apartment blocks now, and um, um, if you find yourself that yeah, someone's taking your car space all the time, we've got solutions that you know that will blow your mind of of how they of how they operate through your phone and and who you can share them with and, and all that sort of thing. So, yeah, take a look. And um, if you need anything, yeah, my, my name, my number's on the on the website. So, yeah, awesome. I appreciate that. So, yeah. 
No, well, thanks very much for having a chat again with me, James. Um, it's it's been uh, great. Yeah, not a problem, mate. Well, good luck with everything, and, and definitely would wouldn't want to follow up one day. So, yeah, definitely, mate. I'd love to get you here in the studio. Um, it's a, it's a shame that we've had had the lockdown come. Otherwise, yeah, we, yeah, I would have had you here with me today. So. Yeah, we could have been bouncing off the walls together. So Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good man. Well, I'll catch you later. We'll talk again soon. All right. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Not So Secret Dad's Business. If you have a topic you'd like covered or you just want to reach out to us, you can email us at notsosecretdadsbusiness at gmail.com or leave us a voice message at anchor.fm forward slash notsosecretdadsbusiness. If you want to follow us on social media, you can also follow us on Instagram at Not So Secret Dad's Business or on Facebook as well.